Do you know that you want to release weight? That releasing it would make you feel so much better. A better mother, have deeper relationships, more successful at your career, the confidence to go after your dreams. But all of these responsibilities are already so overwhelming that you don't even know where or how to start. This episode is for you. You are going to hear from my amazing client, Kelsey, who was over full in life as a single mom with a demanding career and so many other responsibilities, desperate to feel better in her body and lose weight without having the capacity to do more. You're going to learn how she released 30 pounds and is still going, the specific steps she took to get there, and how it has been easier than anything else she has ever tried. Okay, sister, I'm excited. Are you? Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopods and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sister, are you struggling right now with how you feel in your body, with trying to release weight, with energy, with managing so much that's going on? I have been there and I have a really special guest on today who has also been there. And I think this episode is for you if you're someone who's in these perimenopause years and is struggling and wanting to release weight amidst all that we manage at this time in our lives. So I am excited to have on my client and I'm going to call us friends now because this gets deep sometimes when we work together. So I hope that's okay. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm my friend, Kelsey, who is a mom, has a big career, a full-time career, and has a lot of responsibilities with family and friends. And uh, I'm so excited to have her on here to talk with you all and, and just share her journey and, and hopefully leave those of you who are listening today with some some inspiration, some tips, um, and, and really things that you can start to put in place and feel better on your own. So welcome, Kelsey. I'm so glad you're here. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. I am interrupting this episode super quick, sister, to remind you of perimenopause weight loss myths number one through six. You are just getting older. You need to accept it. You would have to work out every day and cut your calories way back and be miserable. And if you really want to release weight, it's going to be harder than it was in your 20s. Sister, that is not the truth. But here is the truth. All you need to be successful in weight release during perimenopause and menopause is to understand how this major hormonal shift impacts your metabolism, eliminate the inflammation that's causing most of your symptoms, optimize your hormones and commit to habits that work with your hormones. And don't worry, it's easier than you think. I can promise you that. 
So I created a brand new signature course called Midlife Mojo to guide you through each of these four simple steps and get you releasing the weight so that you can get back in control of your body and thrive in perimenopause and beyond. You can go on vacations, you can enjoy the holidays, you can tackle your big dreams and even bigger to-do lists no matter what number you're turning this birthday and have the confidence that the scale will only be moving in the direction that you want. It's a 12-week course that we will commit to together, and it's designed to get you out of hormonal chaos, including mood swings, night sweats, and heavy periods, eliminate and heal inflammation in your body, no more bloating, brain fog, exhaustion, and cravings, optimize your hormones and your metabolism, hello, bring on the energy, and shift into fat-burning mode, results so you will release the weight. And guess what? I am guaranteeing it. I have worked with enough women in perimenopause struggling to release weight and feel better, as well as my own 15-pound weight gain and loss, that I know this is a proven system. When you show up and follow through, you will get results. I promise. Or I'll give you your money back. Now, space is limited because your results are critical and I want to be there for you. And doors are open for early bird pricing right now until August 27th, when the early bird window closes. This is the best pricing you are gonna get with a huge discount, and then the price will shift to regular pricing. All you need to do is sign up right now at BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. That's BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. And of course, it's in the show notes below. So pause this episode. I won't mind. I will wait. Pause it right now and get the details and early bird pricing on my brand new signature program where I am guaranteeing results. Am I crazy? No, I'm not. Because here's what I know about women like us. When we invest in ourselves, like paying for this course, and we have skin in the game, like knowing that our results are guaranteed if we follow the process step by step, then we show up. We go all in. And I have a 100% success ratio on my clients who go all in. If I know anything about helping women release weight from 12 years of experience, It's that September, when fall comes and school starts, September is like our Super Bowl time for progress, commitment, and change. So go right now, get your early bird pricing so that you do not miss out. Share it with your girlfriends, sisters, anyone who's struggling to feel good in perimenopause. Perimenopause will transform you if you let it, or it will lock your feet in concrete. Let's transform, sister. Go check it out right now. Don't miss the early bird window. Heal your hormones. Release the weight. (laughs) How are you doing? How are you feeling in your body today? I feel very good in my body today. That's amazing. I'm doing good. Very busy, working a lot, but Mm -hmm. I feel really good in my body. That's awesome. Tell me, let's tell everyone who's listening, tell the listeners a little bit about your life, about your your career, your family responsibilities, like your stress levels and your age, if you're open to it. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm 44 years old. I'm a registered nurse. I got my nursing degree right before COVID. Uh, I graduated in 2019, June of 2019 from nursing school. And launched right into the chaos that was the pandemic. And uh, it's crazy. Yeah, learned a whole lot, but basically packed on a major stress load with going to school and uh, working in nursing during that big time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a single mom. I have a 16 year old. He's 16 now, but he was in school and, you know, doing all the 
kids stuff and managing all that stuff for him uh, during all of those transition periods. And uh, let's see here. I live on an island. It's a ferry serviced island, so I don't have a lot of access to resources uh, as far as there's there aren't like a bunch of gyms to choose from or health food stores to go to hmm. or food delivery options. So everything that we do here is pretty much close to home and a lot of making our own food and gardening and um, using other local people's gardens and resources. I love that so, you said that because that's that's a real thing, you know, like not not having accessibility to things that might make life easier when you are trying to change is a real issue. So I'm so glad you shared that. Thank yeah. you. It also makes it seasonally very busy. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of um tourists where I live and a lot of a lot of traffic and stress in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like there are it's so funny. I mean, it's been a while since we first connected like and we have worked together so I'd forgotten some of these things and that's a lot when you think about one shout out to you for restarting a career like later in in life Um, that's massive it's I think it's big it's scary and it's wonderful but create takes a lot of bravery so amazing and then you get so you're just getting your certified you're getting slammed in covid you're raising a teenager, which I think we don't, I don't think we highlight this enough for women in midlife. Like raising teenagers is hard. It's like, it's a different kind of hard from raising like babies and toddlers, which are, it's chaotic in its own way, but it's a lot. And it's really adds that layer of stress. Like we're talking about. Do you agree? Definitely. I don't think there was any phase of being a single mom that was easy or being a mom. I mean, I could have been the same with a partner. I I don't know. Yeah. But none of it was ever easy in in my world, (laughs) but it was all very much worth it and, uh, or is all worth it. And the stress, like I find that the more that I invest into myself, the more I'm able to give back to my kid. Mm. Yeah. That's a mic drop moment. I love that. So you, we understand, obviously, you're right, like a lot of women and a lot of listeners, like you have a very full, over full plate with so much going on, a lot of challenges that head your way. How had you been feeling in your body when we first started to connect? Like what was keeping you stuck? What were you were, were you thinking about when you were laying awake at night? Um, I literally felt like I was choking myself with my body. <laughs> uh, I went on a trip to Mexico with my family and it was it was very hot. It was in June. Mm-hmm. And I have large breasts, and I felt like I could not breathe the whole time that I was there. So I was at the point where I was like, "Gosh, I need to go get a breast reduction. I need to find a solution. I need, I need a cure." Mm-hmm. And uh, here I sit a year later, and I didn't need a breast reduction, and uh, I just needed to get myself under control. Mm-hmm. And I was. All my, I think all my hormones were out of whack. I, I don't know for sure because I don't, I never went back to look at the lab work, but uh, whatever I've been doing the last year is working. <laughs> and it was just a couple simple steps that you gave me. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So before we talk about, because you have, have had some great success and I'm excited to share that with everyone, but you know, before we, before we started actually working together, had you tried anything before? Had you tried anything to try to, you know, release this weight or feel better or get your hormones back in check? Uh, yeah, I, 
I used Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a meal delivery service with uh, Blue Apron had a Weight Watchers option. Mm-hmm. And I found that when I prepared those foods for myself, I, I did well and my weight went down. And that, that was good. It was a lot of whole grain. It had us using farro a lot, which was a, a grain. And that, that worked well for me. A lot of vegetables and lean protein. Uh, I didn't stick to it after the meal delivery, you know, ended, I, I didn't stick to it. So, and I was cooking for other people off and on, but the Weight Watchers meals worked for me. And then I'm, I practiced karate and I worked out really hard for two years straight, uh, trying to achieve my next belt. Mm -hmm. uh, When I had access to a karate dojo, when I was living off Island for school, and I did drop weight then, but I think I put a lot of stress on my body. Uh, that was around the time that I found out I had Hashimoto's and or have Hashimoto's. And that I figured out because I wasn't, I didn't have any energy. I was getting my son to school and then coming back home and going to sleep. Like I couldn't get enough sleep. So oh. I tried medications for that. Mm. And that helped. My weight went down when I did those meds. Then again, it went back up. (laughs) You give them a quick synopsis or like just an overview of what Hashimoto's is for anyone who's listening that doesn't know. Uh, Yeah. So Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder where your body attacks your thyroid gland and it causes hypothyroid, uh, which means that your thyroid is, your pituitary gland is screaming out. Mm at your thyroid that it needs to make more, uh, make more hormones. Mm -hmm. And so basically your brain is screaming at your thyroid gland to do more and your thyroid gland is, it's just not doing enough. Mm -hmm. So a huge hormonal impact, like you're, you're entering this phase. I think it's so important to recognize, like you're entering this phase in perimenopause. We know hormones are shifting and you on top of that have this added workload, this added issue that's going on with Hashimoto's. Yes. So you tried these things and they had worked and then <clears throat> stopped working or why didn't you just go back to those things? What brought you to me? Oh gosh, I don't know. Let's see. I, I just needed a plan. Mm-hmm. That's the honest truth. I just needed a plan and I needed somebody to talk to about it that didn't have to love me at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's kind of like a emotional dump when you're talking about your daily habits and you're trying to figure out why you do them it's there's a lot of a lot of guidance that you need with that and to not have to stress out my friends and family talking about it all the time they've heard me talk about not liking the way I feel in my body enough mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're tired of listening to it <laughs> um yeah so when I started talking to you it just gave me a somebody to be accountable to and some feedback and just kind of no Plan. bs yeah. And a nope, plan. Yes. We like that. Nobody has time for the BS. We're already very full. Give me the reason. Give me the solution. Let's get there. Right. Yeah. Was, was there anything that I suggested? Like when we first started working together that surprised you or felt like that felt like it, it was different from, you know, advice you were used to hearing. Uh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> don't work out hard, you know, just do stress release workouts, you know, like the, for me, it was, it's walking, Mm -hmm. but to not have to hit the gym, I actually was trying to 
hit the gym before that is one thing I also tried. I was doing the elliptical trainer. Mm-hmm. I was really getting into it. Well, I gave myself a stress fracture on my foot and then I ended out not being able to work out for a while. Yeah. So when I stopped trying to attack my workouts and instead just tried to like sneak them into my day, mm-hmm. I did way better. I've done way better and I've been consistent about it. I love that. You know, it is an interesting piece of advice in that we've all been given and we've all drank that Kool-Aid, I think, or I certainly did, where it's like, if you want to lose weight, you need to work out. But really, it's it's not true. And we need to move our bodies in order to have like functionally healthy bodies. But fitness is really designed to change the body composition or to like be able to accomplish something with your body, but it's definitely not the path for weight release, especially in perimenopause, because like you said, you can really easily just stress your body out further to the point where you even get things like stress fractures. Was there there anything else that I suggested that surprised you or was that the big one? Well, the sleep piece and the stress. Um, So those have been recurrent themes for me, sleep and stress uh, throughout the whole process. The other one that really got me though was to uh, start your day with greens. And I interpreted that as making a smoothie with greens in it. So having spinach or kale or whatever for breakfast, something green for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then when you and I finally, I had been listening to the podcast for quite a while before you and I started talking. And when we finally got to the point where we were talking, you said, what are you putting in these smoothies? And I told you, and you said, well, that's great, but that's a lot of stuff. Because there was had to be some sugars in there to sweeten it up. And you suggested the Organifi green green juice. Yeah. So I have religiously been using that for a year now. And it works great for me. So I start my day with that. And then you also said to get my exercise after I eat instead of before I eat. So Mm -hmm. that's the other thing I've been trying to sneak into my routine. I love that. And what kind of exercise are you doing? For me, it's walking. And then I just started um, doing some free weights. Nice. nice. But this whole year up until starting the free weights, all you've done is walked, right? Yes. I love that. And you walked done your greens, focused on your sleep, focused on the stress. You know, we really- I also do- got rid of this, the ice cream and the snacking. <laughs> yeah. Snacking's a big one. You know, and of course, part of the protocol is really like to reduce the inflammation. We have to pull out the inflammatory foods. So yes, the ice cream had to go for a period of time. Do you ever have ice cream now? Or is it like a no, never? Yeah, I, I have not gone on a diet this whole time. I've, at no point have I been on a diet. Um, I pick what I want to eat. Like I work at a place where they serve dessert every single day at lunchtime and it's homemade desserts. I take care of 35 seniors at an assisted living facility. They make beautiful food. Mm-hmm. And I just know that I have certain desserts I really like and they're worth, they're worth having. Mm-hmm. The only time I'm really in trouble is when they do them back to back. Like one, one day they have <laughs> my favorite dessert. Then the next day they have my other favorite dessert. So <laughs> I just have to make a choice that not every day is dessert day. Mm-mm. I love that. So, okay. So now over the year, all you've done, you haven't done any hard workouts. You're just starting to add in weight weights right now. You, you know, aside from when we just did your anti-inflammatory section, like you still get to enjoy desserts here and there. And how much weight have you lost or released? 30 pounds. 30 pounds. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. so happy about that for you. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I feel great about it. It's I've been trying to get to this for a long time. I thought it would be a different journey, but it has been mostly about personal hygiene. Mm. You know, and I I feel like when I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, yeah, I have been taking care of my skin. I've been taking care of my my guts. I've been taking care of my muscles. I'm really trying to make sure I get the protein. And I've since I started picking up the free weights, I can already see the difference. And my friends are laughing at me. What are you doing? But it's because I'm nourishing my body properly. And I don't think I ever have. Love that. I think that's so amazing. And and I don't know about you, but like for me, when I started nourishing my body and like that, when you really do that, like eye to eye, look at yourself in the mirror, like it's not just like, it's amazing. Obviously when you feel better, you feel leaner when you're seeing the results and the skin is better, but that feeling of accomplishment that you, that is like, I think it's just kind of an unmatched thing impacts the confidence. It impacts our self-esteem. I don't know. Can you relate to that? Definitely. I have had people, a lot of people have asked me like, well, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I, I had been saying nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just, I'm not cooking for other people as much. I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm not stocking my fridge with stuff that I'm not intending to eat. Mm. So I used to go buy cookies and snacks and food that was going to be for my son. And, uh, he's been staying with his dad this year. So I haven't been stocking that stuff because I would look at those snacks and cookies and if they weren't getting eaten, I'd think I spent all my money on that. I should eat it. I don't want it to go to waste. Yeah. But now I don't stock my house with that stuff. I only stock my house with the stuff that I intend to eat. Love that. I know when I go buy chocolate bars, they're not for my dog. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so I love that. You know, I think just kind of and it's a funny thing. We we can I have kids too, so I get that. Like we, you know, we want them to eat, but then it's like, why do we want our kids to eat things that we know we don't want to eat? You know, like it's, it's an interesting thing that you start to, the questions you start to ask yourself as you unravel this, as you peel back your layers and heal yourself. Um, do you find that? Absolutely. I, I had to talk to my son about eating more protein the last time I saw him because he's a, he's really lean. And I was making protein meals for myself, like high protein pancakes for breakfast Yeah, has been my newest, my newest thing. Yay. And, uh, I realized I didn't really teach him very well on that. I, you know, macaroni and cheese used to seem like an acceptable meal for my kid. And mm-hmm. I look at it now and there's not enough nutrition in that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mostly fortified. It's, there really isn't anything to it. It's junk yeah. food. Yeah. So, uh, just making more whole, whole meals and, and not, not keeping the other stuff mm-hmm. around. I love that. And I think that's a great piece of advice. So like just really taking a good hard look at like what, you know, as you go through this process and, and maybe it helps when you do a full clean out and you kind of pull out the inflammatory foods for a month. I think that really can help because then you really move your needle or swing your pendulum so far. But, you know, what I hear from you is that the things that really helped you were shifting into just daily, daily movement, daily walking after your meals, you know, making sure you just don't have that junk in the house for you. Yeah. And coffee. I gave up my coffee. Mm. That was the other one. Yes. How was that? What was that impact? 
it was nothing. I, re- I really actually didn't. I, that's the thing. I, I just swapped it. I swapped mm-hmm. it for the green juice. And once I started drinking that regularly, it was just as satisfying as getting up and having a cup of coffee to me. I love that. So at no point have I felt deprived. If I want to have a cup of coffee, I'll have a cup of coffee, but that's not how I start my day anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I love hearing this from you. It's like, you really are aware of, of you, you've never come across, like you felt like you're missing out. It always feels like, you know, you still get to enjoy some of the things that you want to enjoy, but you've just found a way to do it while still honoring and healing your body in the process. Yes, definitely. I have continued to indulge in my pleasures just a little bit less. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's not, you know, I think something I always think about is like, there's elements of pleasure that we get from certain foods or drinking or whatever it might be. And they just shouldn't be the only pleasure you have. They should be kind of the icing on the cake of the pleasure that we have in life. And then it becomes not a big deal. Like if we have birthday cake or we have a drink out with a friend, it's, it's, doesn't matter anymore. It's when those things become the only source of pleasure that we have. That's when I think we start to really see the disruption of the hormones and the impact of it on our body. I think that it's kind of a shortcut. I've, I've decided I get as much pleasure out of going for an evening walk as I do coming home and having a cocktail and trying to like force myself to hurry up and relax. Yeah. So Hmm. It's kind of like figuring out what are the sh- what are all the shortcuts I've been using, and is there a better way to get to that 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 nourishes me more? So if I want to come home and have a, a drink, I could just as easily get the same feeling from going for a walk. Hmm. I love so that. So it's a swap. Mm-hmm. And, and then I find at the end of the walk, I, I'm not like, "Yay! I can't wait to get back up from you know get." hike back up the hill and go have a cocktail. That's not what you're thinking at the end of the walk. You're like, I'm going to have some water. I'm going to, I'm going to put my slippers on. I'm going to relax for a little bit, but you don't, you don't come back from working out and want to, you know, slam a cocktail. It's not, that doesn't feed you. No, it's not at all what you end up craving. You've just kind of nourished yourself and then you get to crave the things that you want and the things that your body is actually asking for. Yeah. I love how you explained that though, how you said, you know, you can make it happen really quickly, like almost force it with, you know, with a cocktail, but then you always like, there's always with every action, there's that equal and opposite reaction. So like getting something really fast, always you end up paying the price for it somewhere. So when you take that, I wake up, yeah, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And that was one thing that you taught me is that, oh, you're waking up between two and three. How did you put yourself to bed? Yeah. (laughs) still to this day, like when I drink, I almost always wake up between two and four every time. And I'm like, damn it. I know better than this. You know, it's funny when that happens. Yeah. So, okay. So what do you think women going like, I think your story is so inspirational, Kelsey. And I like, I've just, I've, it's been such a joy for me to get to know you better and to work with you and and to see this progress and, and watch it pay off and like, just see you kind of come to life. I think, you know, we go into these things a, a lot with obviously with this desire to lose weight, but ultimately I think what we want, like, why do we want to lose weight? Because we want to live, we want to thrive. And like you are glowing, you're lit up, like you, you know, you are handling stress so much better. Like you just are so much more vibrant now. So 
I'm so glad you were on here to share, but what what do you think women going through this shift right now really need to know if you could just share like one key thing for them? I would say to carve out time for yourself, no matter what is going on in your life, Mm -hmm. even if it's just 30 minutes every day, it's personal hygiene. Mm -hmm. It's all of the stuff that I've been doing is just personal hygiene. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to make the time for myself and it was very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't always fit in, but I, if I miss it one day, I have to try the next day, no matter what. So just don't give up and carve out at least 30 minutes every day for yourself, for your personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't do it quickly. It's not quick. It wasn't quick for me. At least it didn't feel quick. <laughs> it, it's not right. Because I think because when we're, when we're 20, we've have only done so much damage to our body. Our body's operating like brand new, well-oiled machine. When we're 40, Like not only do we have this hormonal shift, we're handling that added workload, but we've got years of doing things, you know, maybe not the right way for our body. And so we have like, there's a, there's a process you have to heal and then you have to recover from the healing, right? It's like you put a cast on a foot when it breaks, like you take the cast off. It's not, you can't automatically go running. Like you have to have that period of recovery of physio and then you can progress again. And that's really, I think, I love that you said that, that like, it doesn't happen overnight, but that's because we have a process. We have to heal. We have to uh, like recover. And then we get to, then we get to release the weight. Then we get to, you know, but if you don't honor that process, you're always going to stay stuck. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is set a time for yourself. You know, yeah, I'm going to set aside 30 minutes, but if you don't know when that 30 minutes is going to be, you probably won't stick to it. Mine is right after I wake up in the morning. So right after I wake up in the morning, I make my green juice. I have my high protein pancakes and I go for a walk. That is my dedicated time to myself. Have you found that your body starts to crave that now when you wake up? 100%. Your body craves whatever you feed it. That's if you're going to feed it garbage, it's going to crave garbage. If you feed it good stuff, it will eventually crave that good stuff. Mm -hmm. If you feed it ice cream every night, you're going to want ice cream every night. (laughs) But if you start eating good, fresh food, that's what you are going to crave. And then the green juice, you will crave it. Yeah, I do too. It's like every morning I like look forward to it. It helps me get out of bed in the morning. I'm like, oh, thirsty. (laughs) Yeah. But if you feed yourself coffee every day in the morning, you're going to want coffee every day in the morning. Yeah. And you get, you get what you pay for. Like you get, these are all tools that your body gets to use to do their job. And if the tools they have are crappy tools, then it's going to be a crappy job. If the tools they have are amazing, then, and that's where I think the greens, that's why I've fallen in love with these greens also. It's like, it's like giving your body like the primo of the primo, the creme de la creme, like it's like giving your body Lululemon instead of like some, you know, random cheapo leggings that maybe you buy off Instagram. You know what I mean? Like you get, you're, you're getting a tool to actually utilize and it'll last longer and it'll work better and you notice it and then you feel proud. If you, if you buy what you really intend to ingest, mm-hmm. you know, if like now I, instead of, I don't have a coffee pot on the counter anymore. I have a, I have a basket that's full of a couple different drinks, you know, a protein drink, the green juice. Um, and it's in place of where the coffee maker used to be, but it took me literally, it took me a year to move the coffee maker because that's what I was used to having there. 
But if you stock your place with what you really mean to ingest, mm-hmm. ingest those things, not not the bad, you know, you can have the the small little stash of bad stuff, but not the giant cupboard that you like have triple locked. Yeah. Not the, yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, Kelsey, thank you so much. This has been amazing. And, you know, congratulations. Like, it's so amazing to see you here glowing. I love that you're still on your journey, that you've, you know, you're, you're committed to it and that uh, you have big goals for yourself. And I'm excited to see you achieve those. Um, but thank you for being here. Thank you Thanks for, sharing for having me. Yeah. Congrats on your 30 pounds and, and still thank going. You. That's, it's been great to have a, somebody to talk to the whole way. Yeah. Well, I'm always here. I'm so glad you're in my life. And uh, I hope that um, as we continue this journey, that you'll keep sharing those successes with me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sisters, you heard it. You heard the inspirational story. You heard from Kelsey about the process, about the ups and downs and some amazing tips to help you keep going. I think that was, you know, a big part of the message is keep going, honor yourself, that personal hygiene is what she said. And I love that. So go out, be more in your life and not just less on a scale. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.